What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Here's the Lowdown. This is our second episode of the series, Series of Change. And I finally have another guest I'm so excited about. Her name is Bethany. I actually met her or saw her on TikTok first. And then I did an interview with her friend, Cassie, and uh, she ended up following me on my podcast page. And of course, I jumped on the opportunity to ask her if she wanted to come on the podcast for her own episode. So before um, we were talking about a podcast episode, I told her that she was like very all over the place in a positive way with fitness, mental health, lifestyle, fashion, change, motivation, all the things. And so Bethany, whenever someone comes on my podcast, I always ask one question and it's what has stuck with you. And if you want me to elaborate on that, like what quote or um, piece of advice has stuck with you, like throughout good times and bad times, if you can think of your head. I absolutely love that. And you're so right. I I am all over the board. And I feel like from day (laughs) one, I've just kind of been all over the board. My mom has always commented like that, like you have to pick one thing. And I just, I can't ever. (laughs) And so with that kind of thing, um, it is hard to know like which path I should take, which thing I should focus on, what journey is mine. And so my all time favorite quote is what is for me will come to me. And that is like my home screen. I just repeat that to myself over and over again. I'm like, if it's for me, it will seamlessly flow. Like if I go for it, it will work. Like it will come to me. Right. I love that. So I have a question actually right off the bat about that. There is some instances where I feel like maybe the older generation and sometimes even our generation kind of like doubts that like we need, like I get the whole like, what what is meant for me won't miss me type of thing Mm -hmm. I've had some instances where it's like I've had a friend well old friend now but a friend like say I just feel like you're too like stuck in that that mindset of like what will like what's meant for you won't miss you that you're gonna Mm -hmm. miss out on something like what do you think about that I've had people express that to me as well I had a friend just recently be like just drove it just drove them insane how I like I didn't I was like, not great at planning. He's like, you need to know exactly your steps. Like, where are you going to be in five years? Like this exact specific thing. Uh, And the thing is, I think for me, it's just letting go of that control because I feel like I want to like grip on and be like, okay, this is exactly like ABC. I'm going to do these specific things, end up in this place, but I don't know what's going to make me happy. I'm consistently changing as a person. I'm always becoming, I'm always changing. I don't know what's going to make me happy. I don't know what opportunities are going to come my way. So when I say like, what is for me will come to me. I mean that in the sense of like, if there's something that I want and I go for it, if it doesn't work out, that is for the best. And it was not supposed to work out. Um, And if I go for something and it's like, I'm struggling or I'm scared, but I feel like things are like starting to click into place, especially when we moved down to Texas, that was terrifying, but things just clicked into place. And I was like, this is for me and it is coming to me, but I'm the one putting in the work and going after it, but will it flow? Right. I love that. That's so smart. Well, I love that quote and I definitely think someone will hold on to that for sure. So I, you kind of already said a little bit about yourself, but tell us a little bit more about you and like who you are, what you do and maybe a goal you have or something. Yeah. Um, so I'm Bethany. I just turned 20 at the beginning of this month. I live in Austin, Texas, but I came from Utah. So I grew up in Pleasant Grove, Utah, came from a big family, you know, nine people, very religious, 
Um, and so I feel like that really kind of shaped me into who I am today with like the values and things that I have. Um, but I definitely have always been that like random little, like, where is she going? Like what in the world is she doing? Just always get kind of like marching the beat of my own drum. That sounds so cheesy, but, um, I feel like that's kind of, yeah, but it's been a lot of fun just kind of like carving out my own little path. And I'd say I just really like being creative. Absolutely. So obviously I said, I kind of like saw you on TikTok before. And um, so it's so funny that we're like on a podcast together because I've, you were on my 40 page like a while ago. But isn't it weird how these things happen? It's so weird. Like I recognized your face. And when you followed, I was like, oh, I'm jumping on this opportunity. <laughs> I'm so, so glad you did. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. But so I was going to ask you like how or where, like, did your following start on TikTok and it came over to Instagram? Cause you still have a following on Instagram too, you know? So like, and how did it start? Did you just kind of like, are you just that creative person that just likes to post and like, cause I feel like, again, like you're all over the board, like creativity. <laughs> so do you think that that, um, it started on TikTok with like you just posting because you like to post or did you like have the mindset of like, oh, this is what I want to do and want to be, or what do you think? I mean, yes to all of it. Like it's, it's been a really, really interesting journey. I, since I was young, always felt like I wanted like people like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like my two answers were entrepreneur and famous. So like, you can just tell right off the bat, like what in the world is this girl? Like, (laughs) um, but so when I was 15, I kind of started like my first little business. Um, it was this thing called Ivy walls, like this joy business. And so I grew that platform on Instagram and it got a pretty decent following. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and from there I, and then I started a clothing brand and then I started doing photography and then I started doing, I taught piano, I taught voice. Like I just started all these little businesses. And what I noticed from all of them is that I love doing the social media part of things. And so I love doing those businesses as well. Cause I like the entrepreneur side of things and like the building and like the quote unquote, like being your own boss kind of thing. Like that was so exciting to me but I really just kind of stuck with the social media. And so then when TikTok started to become a thing, I started to kind of like bring my businesses to TikTok. Um, and then I started doing like social media management. And then I kind of just started using TikTok more as fun, um, styling people. And then like that styling went on for quite a while until I, you know, merged into the clock clip thing, which really <laughs> was yeah, kind of like that, that catalyst. Didn't you just have like it an was. interview about that or something? Yeah, I just did an article with the New York Times about that. So that was really interesting. I was on my way. I was on the plane. Oh, I think I was just barely getting on the plane to go back to Utah just recently. And I saw an email come through from like this Madison from the New York Times. And I go, there's no way like that has to be spam, right? Because people always try to impersonate. And I go, that's, there's no way. And so I put my phone in airplane mode and then I get off the plane. I kind of actually go look at the email and I was like, oh my goodness, this is legit. And so I emailed her back. She's like, when's a good time to call? So we ended up just calling and talking about like claw clips. It was so random, but it was a lot of fun. So what's the claw clip thing? Like you showed your claw clips on TikTok or what was it? So my ultimate goal was to find the perfect claw clip yeah. because I had left a claw clip um, somewhere where I wasn't able to get it back. And I was so upset, like I wanted that clock clip back. And so then I just kind of made a series just joking about how I want to find the perfect clock clip. And I just went out and bought a few and that video 
quickly hit over a million views and I go, okay, this is what we're doing now. Right. Like we're doing the claw clip thing. So I just kind of ran with it and got like random, like I partnered with like Conair. I partnered with like the hair edit, just the most random, so crazy, so much fun. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you. See something so small that you were just like, like, all right, I'm running with it. This is for me. I know it was, it was, it's been really entertaining for sure. Very surprising, but entertaining. That is so funny. Okay. So what app would be your favorite that you have? Like social media app? Oh, I mean, I am a sucker for TikTok. I get on Instagram. I go, yeah, I'm done. No more. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately. I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. I think, yeah, TikTok, I, my for you page is pretty curated to me, right? Because the for you page. And so I'm like on there, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is my shit right here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's definitely like I scroll my for you page and I'm like, wow, I'm like liking all of these. And, you know, because it's all, wow, they're so good at what they do. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like it's funny. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So uh, social media obviously is a huge thing. Um, I guess I don't know how to word it exactly, but what would be like something good or bad that like you think social media has taught you or, or just in general, do you think social media is good or bad? Either or that's a really good question because all of everything I do is rooted in social media. If social media didn't exist, I literally would not have a career, um, both as an influencer and like the social media manager. And for it, right? Yeah. And so I I think it's a great place to build your business, to learn about yourself, to kind of put yourself out there and even even putting myself out there, learn so much about myself, to build communities. We've met each other over social media. I met that girl, Cassie, my best friend, um, through social media as well just kind of because people like brought us together for a photo shoot I think it's an incredible way to meet people but when it's just you and you're scrolling and your attention span is just shot and you know you should be getting up and doing other things but you're scrolling anyways like and just that thought of like I know I should be doing something but I'm still scrolling that thought just like takes you down and down and down and it just it's so hard because I love it but when it's just you and it gets in the way of priorities, then it's, it's really hard. It's definitely like, I catch myself saying like, let's say it's like 9 PM or no, no, let's say it's 8 45. I'm like, okay, by 9 PM, I'm going to like shut off my phone and like be in bed. And then it, it's like 10 totally. and it's Absolutely. like, okay. So this is like consuming me a little bit. So that's, I, I can see that being like a toxic bad part, I would say, yeah. but definitely like there's gotta be some like gratefulness towards social media. I mean, I've learned so much on social media, like just like, you know, the random stuff that like, Oh, school doesn't teach you this. And it's like, yes. Stuff like, like that. Oh, yeah. Hello? I'm like, I didn't even know that. Like, are you're, you're playing with me, whatever, but I love mm-hmm. that kind of stuff too, but yeah. definitely with like the connections like that you can make through social media are crazy because you see like a video that like, maybe you connect with that person because you're like, oh, I do the exact same thing. Like we have the same hobby. Totally. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be careful because I don't, I'm not demonizing, you know, like social media and I don't want to even demonize like taking an hour and just scrolling. Like if you've set out that time for yourself and that's something you find joy in. Absolutely. And especially like, as I was first starting my fitness journey, like most of my for you page was fitness things. And so I would like scroll and see a girl at the gym, scroll and see a girl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, fine. I'll go to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, especially when I was first starting. Yeah. So I just kind of kicked my butt into gear. Right. I feel like that. So that's like the influential part of social media. I feel like is like totally a healthy, like balance, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, So what, 
before, so when we were talking about doing a podcast, we kind of talked about how you should put questions that like, or put like a question box for people to see if they would want right. questions for the podcast. So there was one that um, stuck out to you. And I loved this question actually, is what has been the hardest thing about putting your life like online? And cause we all, we all know, like, obviously it's not all uphill, you know, it's, there's some hills and valleys in there. So um, what's been the hardest thing though, putting yourself online? Is it like the opinions or? I've been so lucky that most of the feedback I've ever gotten has been really positive and that I've been able to find myself, build myself through my online platform. I think the hardest thing is when I do manage pages sometimes, especially Instagram reels, man, I don't know what it is, but people are mean. Um, I really only have ever experienced that kind of like commentary or attack, especially my physical appearance from, I run a solar page and that one's, that one's hard. I remember one morning just waking up and this was before I put, cause right now I kind of put a ban on my phone the first hour of the morning. I'm like, okay, you're not even touching that. Let's stay on the nightstand face down. You're not touching it. Cause from this morning, that's kind of what was the catalyst for that. I looked at the comments and it was just like four or five comments about my face, my nose, my appearance and things like that. And I just broke down first part of my day. I should not be starting my day crying. Like those comments can stay. I can process them. I can deal with them when I need to, but it should be the start of my day. Um, And so I think that's the hardest thing, but genuinely I've, I've been really you know, lucky to not have to deal with that a lot. For me, I think the hardest part is finding the balance of how much I should share and how much I should keep to myself. Okay. Like how much to keep personal and whatever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like Like, I do that a lot too. mm -hmm. Cause I want to stay vulnerable and I want to stay relatable. I want people to be able to feel like they, you know, I'm not, I'm human and I want them to be able to know that and feel that. Um, the hard part is, do I share that in real time? Cause the last thing that I want is pity or comfort or them to feel like they have to, you know, carry the weight of my emotions, but I also want them to know that it's okay to struggle. So that's like, that's the hardest part for me. I had a whole relationship behind the scenes. I didn't say a word about because I didn't want my decisions about my relationship to be determined by, Oh, what's social media going to think? What yeah. are they, are they going to like him? Are they not going to like him? Just, I, I just completely hid that part because right. I didn't want to make my decisions about my relationship based on social media. Yeah. And based on like other people's opinions, I feel like you have a very like great personality to be on social media in the sense of like you, you see more positive than you do negative. And I feel like that's very hard to come by, I want to say. So I'm happy that you're happy and doing, doing what you like. So don't let. Yeah. I genuinely been very, very blessed with the community for sure. I'm glad. Yeah. Cause sometimes, I mean, at least I've heard from other like interviews and podcasts and stuff about um, other people being online. They're like, the hardest part is like the opinions or whatever, but it's definitely, I feel like a mindset, like you have, you know, I feel like you have a mindset of like, you know, that's what they think, or you, you know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. I guess I could ask you, like, what is your mindset? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is yeah. your mindset to, cause I feel like other people respond with like, oh, it's the opinions, but like, mm-hmm. you, I feel like you, I mean, you only told one story about it kind of getting to you for that first morning, but now you kind of like go around that and be like, okay, I'm not put, I'm not getting on my phone in the morning because I don't need the negativity that if it does come, I don't need to see it. Or, you know what I mean? Totally. What is your mindset on that? Like with the opinions and whatever? Um, that's a really good question. I feel like for me, 
this is such a weird thing, but I go, if they, then this is like, whether you're in person or, you know, online, I'm like, if you don't even know my middle name, if you don't even know me enough to know my middle name or my dog's name, like if you don't know those details about me, your opinion doesn't matter to me. So, (laughs) Oh my gosh. They're all, that's so great. That's something, someone's gonna, someone's gonna love that. I love that. That was great. It's so random. I'm like, you can know my middle name, but it's like the concept of it. Right. I'm like, if you don't even know, like my, who my grandma is like, why in the world do you have an opinion on my specific life? Yeah, exactly. And why should I like take that into consideration your opinion? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause they're, they're more than welcome to have an opinion, but it doesn't have to sway me. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. That's so smart. So because that's like, absolutely. Um, for the trends. So you are into fashion and I feel like there's a lot of trends that go around with the fashion right now. Mm-hmm. do you have like a favorite right now or do you have like a like no this is totally not like I don't want this to be a trend you know like the burger okay. like those burger yes so yes. like, like <laughs> I think you heard me express about the Birkenstocks I can't stand them <laughs> really? I don't know what it is those oh, what gosh. are the Boston's oh yes. man and maybe you know what uh, I had I had someone on my for you page that was like no for those clean girlies it's not for you I'm like all right great I'm letting it go like like <laughs> no it's for like the more granola I'm like you guys can have it it's all right, you. right. I just feel like it looks like you are in your house slippers walking around and they're just like not even cute That's house slippers because I can see like a loafer is cute but okay I'm gonna be honest when I was in like when I was 10 years old in 2010 I literally look I saw some girl wearing them like an older girl wearing them and I was like those are so ugly and then like, of course <laughs> I'm seeing like on TikTok people like styling them and I'm like oh but they look so comfortable like I don't have them but I don't think I'd be opposed to getting them but I think you're right they kind of do like like look like my house slippers that I have literally right over there like I don't know, but sometimes like the way the girls are styling them, I'm like, okay, those are actually kind of cute, but so you you are not like, that's like a thumbs down for you. Those, those clogs to each their own, but they will not be in my collection anytime soon. You know? Okay. What's, what's another one. Can we think of, I'm trying to, I feel like one of my favorites I really want to get into is like vests. Not so much. I love puffer vests, but just a good button down V-neck cropped or even long line. Right. Best, you know, okay. those are so cute. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like I've been seeing a lot more of the, um, at least like this fall, finally, I'm getting into the leather like jackets. Absolutely. You know, like, big oversized ones like Hailey Bieber type. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm like, I bought it already. So it's like in the mail right now. But that's I'm so excited fun. for that trend. I don't know if that's like really a trend or like if I'm just hopping on that finally or what the case may oh, be. Oh, I think that's going to be a staple, like a, def- yeah. a defining, you know, part of right. this, this current style. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm going to do that one. So <laughs> you're like, perfect. Check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. With like, okay. So we talked about fashion trends. What about like songs? Like, do you have a certain like, or not even songs, but more so like the TikTok sounds. Is there one that's like, I feel like I always have one stuck in my head. Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Is there one that you can think of right off the bat that like sticks in your head? I mean, yeah, but as soon as you say that, it's gone. I know. You know? As soon as because <laughs> I feel like I, I never really use <gasps> no this new Sam Smith song that's coming out. What I, it, maybe it's out today. I don't know. The um oh the mama don't know. Daddy's getting hot. That one. No, I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. know that one. I'll have to look it up later. 
Oh my gosh. I started belting out. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) You're fine. No, I'll have to look it up later. But have you heard the one of like, something in the orange tells me we're not gone no i'm pretty sure that was the last video i watched before i hopped on the okay call. So that one, <laughs> that, that, one one I, that one's cute and then the other one about um i think it's megan maury singing about morgan wallen she it's like the i don't know he's got blue eyes he doesn't make me cry i don't know i'll send it to you later oh, but that's another yeah. one that i like i like that one that one's cute but i don't have a boyfriend for that so yeah rip love that <laughs> But, um, okay, so past the social media, what have you personally seen in, like, growth for yourself? Like, I know, again, I'm going to say it again, but, like, all all the fitness, the, like, physical, mental, like, all the changes, even, like, your environmental change. Like, you, you went from Utah to Texas. Like, that was a huge move. So, and we'll also talk about the moving in a little bit, but I wanted to ask just, like, your growth like through yourself, like, do you see your mind? Have you seen your mindset change even more since you moved or has it kind of just been like in the last couple of years, you've just had a mindset change and like, you've been working on it. I but think the mindset been like this, I think all of the above, um, yeah. cause you're, you know, we're all human and we're constantly compounding oh. on who we are becoming and who we are. And so I think that I've always definitely had that drive of seeing how far I can go, how much I can push myself, just like seeing how big we can do it. My one of my favorite phrases is like, show me how good it can get. That's another one I really love. Love it. Um, But since moving down here, I think the biggest shift that I've seen is I've gotten a lot better at emotional regulation. And that's maybe not something that everyone thinks of as like, oh, like that's going to help me grow in my career. But that's been one of the biggest factors for me because, um, you know, growing up, I've always had like mental health issues and they've just put so many different labels on it. And all it tells me is you need to regulate, like you just, you need to figure out how to regulate what's going through your brain. And, um, and BPD is one of those big ones that I, you know, I feel like it's hard for me to open up about just because it is, so much of my identity, it's hard to separate it. And that's what I've been able to do more as I've been down here is kind of separate. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm just a big feeler. I just feel everything so big. I just experience everything so intensely and being able to kind of separate that from Bethany and having me stand alone from my emotions has been a game changer. Cause I can kind of look at those emotions, especially when things are ebbing and flowing because everything is going to ebb and flow social media, your body weight, that boy, the place that you live, everything will ebb and flow. And so being able to give it little to no reaction has been serious, has been seriously a game changer for me. You know, when my emotion, when my followers spike, it's not a spike in my emotions. It's a, okay, cool. That's fantastic. I love that. Rather than, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then when they, you know, like the the growth slows and that, oh my gosh, it's amazing. is going to turn into, oh my gosh, this is awful. What am I doing wrong? And you're just going to see that same high and that same low. Yeah. So having little to no reaction, just being like, that's amazing to be. And then when it falls, just being like, okay, cool. Yeah. That doesn't affect who I am. You know, Absolutely. I feel like that's like, a, I don't want to say a stable, but I feel like it's definitely something so important that like plays into like all aspects of your life. Like definitely. It'll turn over to your job, to your gym time, to like your personal life. So I think that's absolutely awesome. And that's, that's huge to have. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you like brought up like the mindset and the mental health stuff. Cause I feel like that should be like the next topic we talk about, um, with like a mindset change. So 
I feel like a lot of us, at least like in our generation have noticed like more changes of mental health, like being not only talked about more Thank gosh, but, um, just in general of like us finally growing up and realizing that like, oh, we got to work on like our emotions, like you said, or we got to work on, you know, self-care, like not, you know, I feel like there's like a balance between like the self-care and and, like your personal life in a way, like make sure it's not, I know people keep saying like, put yourself first. What do you think about that? Like putting yourself before like prioritize, I guess I want to ask about is like, what do you think priority I don't, I don't know how to say it. It's, I kind of like, I guess I'm talking about like, uh, so like I'm a nursing major, so I have to, right. school, I have to do like the homework. I have to do a lot of stuff. And like, there's some days where I'm like, I want nothing to do with this homework. I want nothing to do with this test, but like, I can't not progress in the, in like my studies. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, what do you think the like prioritize slash balance is of like taking care of yourself without deeming like getting behind in life which totally yeah really like a loaded question but I mean I think I can yeah I think yeah I'm gonna give an answer you can let me know if it's kind of part of the question (laughs) you're asking but I I think there is a delicate balance of taking time to be slow for yourself and being intentional and kicking yourself in the butt and getting yourself going right because if you especially I'll, I'll use fitness as an example. If yeah. you go, I would like to be a stronger person, or I would like to, um, you know, just, I would like to feel better, feel healthier, have a clearer mind. And you set that goal for yourself. And then you say, okay, I don't, I don't really feel like it though. Well, you cannot feel like it today, but and I have like a lot of little like phrases. Once is a mistake. Twice is a system. So if you do it one time, once it's okay, that's a mistake. That's just whatever that happened. You do it twice. Okay. That's who you are now. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be like that solid, but, um, it's like, okay, well, you know what, now it's a system and you have to break that system in order to make it a new habit. Right. Like, so if you go, yeah, if you go to the gym twice, that's a system and you are a gym goer. Now, if you don't go twice, it's like, okay, you need to kind of reevaluate, get back in your groove, but it it really is just, Yeah. Um, but as for being like kind to your, kind to yourself and kind to your mind, I think that is so, so important as well, because while it is incredible to continually move forward and continually discover more and grow you, one thing I have to remind myself of this so much as well is I am not a project. I am a whole human being as I am. I have relationships. I have family, people who love me, people who care about me. I have aspirations. I have dreams. I'm not just like a self-help project. You know, I'm not just something to get in the gym and see if we can make it look better. I'm not just something to like feed a bunch of books and see if we can make her smarter. It's not just, you're not just a self-help project. You are a whole human being who needs love and needs understanding. I love that. These, this is so great. I love <laughs> it so many times because this is helping me. So, <laughs> well, and you're asking, these questions are incredible. These are so fun. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I, I like the, the whole system thing that you just said, like you go once and it's, or you go once and it's a mistake, you go twice and it's a system or whatever, or mm-hmm. not about the gym thing, but you know, about like kind of just in general. Out. Yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. Cause like, it kind of like gets your butt going, but like reevaluate, make sure you're, you know, make sure you're good. At and all. It, yeah. 
it brings that decision back to your day-to-day life. And it's like today, because the, the day before is always, you know, A, and you can continue yep. A, 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 or you can do, okay, yesterday did A, today I might do B. And right. that's okay. You can let yourself rest today because yesterday you did it. You know, you're like, right. okay, I can make the mistake today. I'll be okay. Cause yesterday I did it. Right. But if yesterday you made the mistake and you said, oh, I didn't go to the gym, or maybe you skipped reading the book or whatever it is that you want. Like, okay, well, I skipped yesterday. So let's restart today. Let's, let's yeah. take today. And it brings your responsibility back into it. Absolutely. I used to talk about, or I talked about on an episode, um, about easy now, hard later or hard now. And it's just like a, like we're faced with so many decisions every single day, no matter what, like the smallest decisions about getting up at a certain time or not, or eating that good breakfast or not, you know, like, you know, that type of thing. So it's like decisions every single day that could either make your life easy later or could Mm -hmm. make it hard later. So I think that's like another thing that like keeps in the back of my head. I'm like, well, I could stay in bed till 1030, but then I'd feel behind all day. And, or, you know, I could wake up earlier and have the whole day to like relax, take my time with things and like, really like figure out what I'm going to do today. So it's just, it's decisions every day, I feel like, but, um, so the next question leads with also kind of mental health, like, but it's with anxiety, Um, but again, we asked the questions on, or you asked the questions on your Instagram and there was a girl who mentioned, um, how to calm down when having anxiety. So I don't know how you want to answer it. If you want to answer it in like a younger standpoint that you have like a example you can share from when you were younger, or if you want to do like a now standpoint of, um, how you face anxiety now, maybe I can definitely do even both, both. you know, growing up, I definitely had terrible anxiety growing up, especially social anxiety. And that's kind of carried with me. I definitely still have quite a bit of like social anxiety. And that's why I prefer to move down to Texas on my own, go to events on my own. Like I love doing that because my social anxiety comes like when I kind of know the person, I'm like, what, what are they thinking? Like, that's where my mind goes. I'm like, what are they thinking? How am I holding myself? What are they going to think about me? Like, what are they? And then my mind just goes into overdrive. And I had a therapist when I was like 15 or 16. And he was like, you are looking through the attic window, you know, and this it's, it was such a weird little metaphor. And I'm trying to remember, but he says, you're looking through the attic window and you're looking down on your life. And you're like, look at the act these actions. You feel like you have no control over. And you're like rushing to the attic. You're getting dust on you. You're trying to see through cobwebs. Like you're just like freaking out up there. And he's like, look, like open up the front door and just walk outside and experience what in the world you're experiencing, right? Like get out of the attic, like just open up the front door. And I literally like do that in my mind sometimes when I'm like, I'm like, okay, how am I holding myself? How am I standing? Like, how am I talking? Like just overanalyzing every single thing that I do, just like open up the door. What in the world? Like, what are the smells that you're smelling? And what are the people that you're seeing? What are they doing? How are they feeling? Like just be right. Absolutely. Yeah. I Um, that's, that's a very, I love that metaphor. That's awesome. And then another thing that I do now is like that what if monster, right? Like what if, especially when I post a video, I'm like, oh, what if they don't like this topic? What if this video doesn't do well? And then I even go into like statements. I'm like, this video is only going to get this amount of views. No one's going to like it. Like it, it, those what ifs turn into almost statements. Yeah. And I have to tell myself, okay, so what if that does happen? Okay, let's so let's say the video gets a hundred views. What are you going to do? Are you going to die? No, I didn't think so. Even if it's like, what if you, what if your entire channel is deleted? What if your entire page is deleted? What if it's wiped from the earth, you're going to survive. And like, you have to build that trust with yourself to know that you're going to be able to overcome anything that life throws at you. I feel like another thing is like with anxiety, 
it kind of comes with like when we find identity in things like you know what I mean like when when I stopped playing sports I was like holy cow like what am I or who am I and I mean that's something so small but it was like something that like gave me anxiety because it like took my identity like an identity that I had yeah it took it from me so I was like whoa I I have quite a bit of anxiety now you know so I think anxiety also plays over with like a finding identity in something and obviously you just said it like coming with from change you know like having that like social anxiety but you like to do things on your own that's why you did all these things on your own which is amazing as as it is you know but like like let's go into your talk with, um, moving to Texas. Like how was, how was the anxiety change or how was the, like, do you feel like it changed? Do you feel like it got better, worse? Like, tell us a little bit about that or your change, your move in general, even like, yeah, about that too. Oh, for sure. And really quickly about what you said about soccer. I think that's like really interesting. Like anything that threatens like that identity, like it really, yeah. Brings about a lot of anxiety. I loved that. Um, but sort of the, the move, honestly, a lot of the move was prompted by social, um, you know, it was like kind of a social thing. I just really didn't feel, uh, I didn't feel like I aligned with the people that I was around. I didn't feel valued by the people I was around. I didn't feel like I had those strong connections and relationships. And I, I just, I, I felt so very alone. Like I genuinely felt very surrounded by people, but very alone at the end of the day. And I was like, I don't want this to be my future. I don't want to be stuck in my hometown. I don't want to be limited in my growth. I don't want to be around people who don't genuinely care about me. Um, and so then I decided, I was like, you know what? Like I have control over this. I can do what I want. And I have visited my sister in Texas a lot. And I kind of fell in love with Texas. I had never been to Austin before, but I thought, you know, Austin's a great place to start. And so I just kind of moved down and being able to spend so much time with myself, I was able to build that trust and know that I would like, I was going to follow through with commitments for myself, that I was going to be able to be there for myself. Because for me, being alone was the worst thing in the world. I had like social anxiety, but at the same time, I thrived being around people. And I still do absolutely love being around people, but I only felt like I had worth if I was around people. And so I would just constantly be like, I don't really have the energy to go to this party, but I'm going to go because that means I'm social. That means people like me. That means I have worth. And so it was just like that cycle. And I just eventually kind of had to learn to break that and say, I can and want to be completely okay on my own. Right. And I have to find my worth again by being on my own. If I never hang out with someone like someone again, or if I don't feel like the coolest in the room, or if I feel like, you know, I just like stop, just get rid of the thoughts of other people. Yeah. Constantly deteriorating how I felt and being able to just find that solid ground for myself. I feel like that's so relatable, at least to me like with the whole social thing, like I was like, I'm going to go here because that means I'm social and that means I'm happy and smiley and whatever. Cause that I also thrived off that for forever. But totally. I am like, I don't know. I talked about it before with like alone time. I was never a fan of alone time, hated it. I would always find an excuse to be with someone, be on the phone with someone, FaceTime, like whatever. I'm like, Do you want to come to the grocery store with me? Like it gets me five minutes, but I don't want a yeah. single thought to enter my brain. <laughs> yep, exactly. And it's just like, I found myself doing that as an excuse to not actually like turn inward and look at like what I need to figure out about myself to like find, find within me. So I don't like, I, sh- I shouldn't rely on these people to like keep my own company, you know, like I should be able to do that for myself. So I like that you said that that was very relatable. So 
So I think we've all kind of been there. I, I have loved it both for the weather, for the people, for the amount of growth that I've experienced here, for the amount of, I've just, I feel like I've established a life and it's just, I think it's just the concept of it that just makes my heart so happy. It's, it's incredible here. That's awesome. Okay. So with the change of your move to Texas, um, I feel like at least for me with change, like it's important to stay consistent and like have like, I don't want to say motivated because there was one video on TikTok that made me like think of motivation differently because it's not like everyone's motive. There's not one person that's motivated every single day. It's more so like disciplined of like, this is what we're going to have to do. This is what I'm going to have to do, you know, every single day. So I feel like with the change that comes in like inevitably into everyone's life, I feel like consistency as well as staying disciplined is very important. So how do you do it? <laughs> how yeah, do you- great question. Like do your, like go to the gym and do your self-care and do your men, like check in with yourself and like your lifestyle and even your nutrition. You said you're like into nutrition too. So how do you personally get through all those things or like make it like simplified for us, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the great, the best thing and the worst thing about about my life is no one is telling me what to do and when. Like my schedule is completely fluid, completely free. I could get up and go whenever I wanted to. And that is the best and the worst part about it because it's incredible that I can get up and go, but what in the world am I supposed to do throughout every second of the day? You know, like I could so easily just go take a nap at 11 PM, wake up at 5 PM, eat, go back to bed. Like I can, you know, just do whatever, but it's, it's hard to stay, you know, consistent and motivated. And I have seen that with myself. And even in the past month, I kind of got into like a funk where I was like, man, I do not feel like myself. I feel something's wrong. Something is off. And I had to kind of reevaluate and I had to figure out where I got off track and I had to figure out what things needed to leave from my life and what things needed to re-enter my life. Um, And those things that kind of stayed consistent are the things that I had made habits before. And I don't know if you've read the book, Atomic Habits. No, I believe James Clear. Right there. And and I need, I need to it's phenomenal it's the book I read prepping to go to Texas and I just kind of like it was like the month or two before I think it was like the month before I left and I kind of just read it over that month and I just kind of like started implementing those habits because I was able to establish those for so when I started in like Texas I was able to just like get up and go um and those little habits were just like the gym like I just go directly after work and um you know my little hawker walk, you know, I love, I love it. It's called a hawker walk, but you know, just doing that every single morning and, um, you know, taking a second every single day to read 10 pages in a book or a journal or to just like those little habits that keep me centered because everything else in my day is going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. It's going to shift, but those things are the things that keep like, just give me a second to breathe. And now it's kind of changed. And so like my morning routine is I just like peel myself out of bed and just like throw on any workout clothes and just go on that walk. And about, you know, half a mile into the walk, I'm awake at that point. So like when I start in the walk, I'm like half awake. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. This is stupid. I want to go back to bed, but like halfway through the walk, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Like I was being dramatic, but (laughs) this is like a great way to kind of start my day because then I get home and I'm like, well, I don't want to go back to bed. Like I'm awake. Like my heart is pumping. Absolutely. And then I'll just like have breakfast out like on my balcony. And that just gives me a second. Like my phone stays planted inside because again, I will scroll if given the opportunity. And so 
it just gives me a second to be like, okay, TikTok is inside. I am outside and I am right. present in this moment. So it's choosing those little things. I feel like I've said it before, but like those, li- the little things that you do every single day, like you said, like the 10 minutes of journaling, 10 minutes of re- reading, whatever it may be. I feel like those will accumulate into bigger things. Absolutely. So, no. So I definitely like the journaling 10 day, or 10 minutes, the reading, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, I feel like it definitely like plays a huge part in the end. So yeah. I love that. That's very, and I, sorry, I wrote down something as well. Cause I kind of yeah. like, I saw um, a question about it and I was like, that's a really good, that's a really good. So like when I kind of said um, motivation versus discipline, I thought of the exact same thing as you. I feel like motivation is like that first little bit. You're like, I'm going to get to the gym and I'm going to start my career. And in six yeah. months, I'm going to be totally different. I'm going to build this business, be totally different in six months. I'm going to go to the gym and be totally different in six months. Well, I keep using the gym because that's like something that's kind of relatively yeah, new no, to me, but it has a huge impact on my life. And so I think I started that journey probably eight or nine months ago. And so for me, like that six month mark is gone. Like it's, it's come and gone and I'm still Bethany, right? right. Like I'm still who I am yeah. and I'm still going and I look relatively similar. I'm not a whole uh-huh. different person. It's not like this like huge, like if you were to put photos of me side by side, you'd be like, oh, oh okay, cool. But you can't see on the inside. I'm like, I feel so much better. I feel clear headed. I feel like I can trust myself because I make these commitments and I fulfill them every day. Like yes. th- that's the difference for me. There's definitely like, the trusting yourself. I love that you said that because I feel like, I feel like this isn't talked about enough. Personally, people, people, my whole life, not to sound egotistical, but people, my whole life have asked me, even my grandma one time was like, how are you so confident? And it's like, I'm, I just keep my promises to myself. Seriously. Absolutely. Because like with keeping my promises, I, I, I know who I am. I know what, what I bring to the table. I know what I am capable of. It's just a matter of being disciplined and doing it, you know? Yeah. So I feel like confidence plays a huge part in keeping your promises to yourself. Totally. I love that you brought that up. And it'll help you be like, that's like the biggest thing that's going to build your self-esteem, right? Because you don't need to rely on anybody else for their opinions because you go, well, I may, I'm going to make a decision and this decision is going to work because I'm going to make it work. Absolutely. And that's a huge reason I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to move to Texas. I'm not afraid to start a business. I'm not afraid to look stupid online because I know that I can recover. I know that I'll be perfectly fine. And in six months, I'll have started something else and built something else and be going on to something else, like making new friends. Like I don't, I don't care because I'll recover and I'll keep going. And I love seeing the change of like six months ago, Lauren, or like you seeing six months ago, Beth, Bethany, like no, it might not be a big, big, like outside change, but like inside is like, totally different and like no Absolutely. one really knows besides you but you know mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that you can see it outward as well but you know what I mean totally uh, but yeah once you become like once you identify like I am an entrepreneur I am I like an athlete I do go to the gym then it's just like oh I'm gonna go to the gym because I am an yeah. athlete like it just that's like the biggest thing I took from you Absolutely. know atomic habits that just seamlessly yeah. That's so smart. I love that. There's so like with the, me and you both just talked about it, but the discipline and the motivation, I kind of like just thought of this, but it makes sense to me right now. So I'm going to tell you and you tell me if it makes sense, but, um, I feel like motivation is definitely just like that spark of that dream. And then discipline is the actions to get to that dream. You know what I mean? Like that totally motivation isn't there the whole time you know, but like, absolutely. When to get there might be. It's a spark, but you got to keep feeding the flame. 
Yes. Absolutely. It takes a lot of work to feed the yeah. flame, but you're going to, you know? Sure. Yes. Okay. So like with, I kind of did, I forgot to ask this question within like your, you explaining yourself for like all your things you do every day, but is it hard to juggle it all together? Like, or I feel like you kind of already answered that. So sorry, but um, no, you're fine. Is it hard to juggle everything every single day? Or do you kind of find yourself like enjoying, enjoying the journey? I feel like all of the above. I, I constantly have to check I myself. That. And I love say, how you just like everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nothing is ever like a, <laughs> I know you did not. Nothing's ever like a simple, like, yes, I do this. It's like, oh, I love you know it. I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly all over, like I'm doing this and doing this. Cause like, yep. I'm trying to move forward, but you know, my brain is constantly like, let's do all these other things too. Oh, so I love it with, with that. I, I constantly have to check myself and be like, you know what, Beth, like you are living an incredible life. Like you need to enjoy every single second of it. Like you know, just have that moment to remember. And I, I love what I'm doing and I enjoy what I'm doing. And you're so lucky to be able to what you do. And I said to like, kind of check myself, put myself in my place and just remember right. to be in awe of my life in the moment. But it really is hard because I feel like the one thing is going to my downfall is burning myself out yep. because I do try to take on the world, you know, all of it at a time. And yep. so I, especially when I first moved down here, I was I was burning myself ever every two weeks. Right. Like I literally would like wake up on Monday and just be like in tears. I'm like, I can't do this again. Like I can't do another, like another week like this. And then I'd end up buckling down for the next two weeks and just like putting my head. And when I say buckling down, I mean, like I was building a website at this time. Cause I was starting my marketing agency as I was starting that, um, social media marketing. And so I was like building the website. I was building my clientele. I was building all like the, all those things. And so I'd be up at 6am in bed at 1am. Like it was not healthy in the slightest. Like it was so bad. I'm like, if anybody told me they're doing that now, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like go to jail. None of that. Um, but yeah, I was doing that for like a good month or two. And I, I was just bringing myself out constantly. And like, obviously that's a super extreme example, but even now where I have a normal sleep schedule and I'm filling it with so many things though, like my therapist kind of had to check me as well and be like, okay, hey, you need to set office hours. You need to set work hours because you can work all day and you are working all day and right. we can't be having that. So Right. Um, I think it's just being able to be like, okay, I'm clocking out, like quote unquote clocking out and whatever I do from now on, I can have fun and not feel like guilty about it, you know? And like, yeah. And like, just take that breather and take that breath. Totally. Absolutely. But obviously, yeah, that would, I I mean, it would be hard to juggle all those things, but I'm glad, like, I'm glad you continue to look for like a balance of everything. I feel like that's very healthy, especially for everything that you do. So I love that. (laughs) It's going to be so, so different from person to person. And like my lifestyle is not going to fit into someone else's lifestyle. You know, like obviously there's disabilities, there's mental health, there's things that you need to account for, but. Sure. Yeah. So what piece for like the last question, what piece of advice could you give to someone having that trouble with juggling all these things at once? Would you tell them to just like take a step back or would you tell them like kick them in the butt? Oh, I would. That's a hard one. I know. I think I would say. It also depends I get, I, there's layers to that question. So kind of right. where that person's at and, you know, whatever. But what do you think? I think if they are in a place where they feel like something is off and they are just spinning their gears and not moving forward to check in with themselves, to do one thing that's going to make them feel like for me, self-care is setting boundaries and knowing when enough is enough. Yep. And um, knowing what things make you feel like yourself. For me, 
like just taking a road trip, just like Bethany and traveling that makes Bethany feel like Bethany, just like seeing new places and just having those hours in the car to myself to just think and just be, that makes me feel like myself. And so if I need to go do that, if I need to go reset, or if I need to even just like clean, just little things like that, implement that, take a moment and just like, like, I almost like shock your system with it. You know what I mean? Just like take like five hours and do exactly what you love or take a day and do exactly what you love and then get back into it one step at a time and just really reevaluate. One thing that Cassie really said that I, I loved and she said that's on the podcast was just like pick apart every little thing that you do and just be very intentional and aware of it. She had the example of just like the skincare that you do, just like every little thing. What are you eating? When are you waking up? Is this person really fulfilling you? How do you feel around this person? How do you feel about your job? And you know what? Like, cause I think that everyone will succeed if given the tools and if given the right environment. And so if you feel like you're not like, you're not lazy, you just need maybe a little bit of shift in your life. And so just try to find that shift and try to find that thing that makes you feel like you, so you can be comfortable to move forward again. Absolutely. I love that. That kind of like reminds like what you just said right there, kind of like in a shell, I guess, reminds me of like feeding your inner child of like what, like you said, like what makes Bethany feel like Bethany or whatever. I feel like that's something like, that's like, even I saw a trend on TikTok of that happening. Like, it's like the, oh, you're talking bad about yourself. Well, you're also talking bad about like this little girl. And so it's like, it's like feeding, feeding that inner child of like, what makes you feel the most like you, so you can figure out how to incorporate that little by little. So mm-hmm. you are still moving forward and like kind of kicking yourself in the butt still, but in a like yeah. graceful, like nice. Yeah, definitely. Because you know? if you're, if you're stuck against a rock and you're like kicking yourself in the butt, you're just going to go into the rock. You yeah. got to pivot, you got to shift and yeah. then things will flow better. Absolutely. Like find that little, little crack to get through. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I think another thing, if you don't mind me putting my little input in there for, for sure the trouble, like having someone having trouble, like finding the juggling of everything. I would say like, like you said, like to kind of just take a step back, reevaluate yourself. But also I think something that like has literally pivoted my whole life in like all aspects is gratitude. And just like like you said, I I forgot how you worded it, but you worded it pretty good. Um, uh, in awe, you said be in all of my life. And I was like, that's way better than grateful. I feel like in gratitude. So I feel like just taking that, taking that mindset back and just realizing like, I'm grateful for this and this in my life and sure stuff that I want to happen isn't happening yet, but I'm grateful for this and this and this, you know, it's like finding those, those moments of like, to be happy where you're at to not keep looking for the next season and to enjoy the season you're in, you know? Yeah. And I feel like with the season of change, like, I mean, we're coming, I don't know about Texas down there, but Midwest is coming up on, you know, fall and um, winter. And that kind of like leads to like the seasonal changes, seasonal depression and all the things. So I think just understanding that like be take advantage of that season. I know it's obviously hard to say that and do that, but see what you can learn from it, I guess, is what I yeah. should 
but. And I'm, I'm writing a blog post about this. Literally I was writing it last night. So like right before I hop off, I'll kind of share this story. Yes. As I was flying back from Utah, my most recent trip back down to Texas, I imagined myself because I was like, man, I wish I was at New York fashion week. Like I wish I was at a brand trip right now. So I imagine that I was, we we should go to New York at some point. I have a friend. Absolutely. We should meet there. I would adore that. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. I need to get more travel under my belt. I love that. Okay, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally good. I'm like, um, so I was, as I was like on the plane, I was like imagining that I was taking off and like on my way to New York Fashion Week and then I was being flown up by a brand and right. what like was wanting to remind seriously surprised me. I was anxious that I had forgotten something. I was worried that my outfits weren't going to be cute. I was worried that the videos wouldn't do well. I was like, I hope that the brand is excited that they brought me. Like I was just a ball of anxiety. And I was like, Bethany, you are quite literally living a dream. Like you are literally dreaming yep. and you're so anxious. Like there's got to be a shift here. Yeah. Like, man, like, what is the issue here? And so then I just kind of had to realize like, okay, well, if you are anxious right now, you will be anxious when you achieve your quote unquote, like future, when you achieve your bigger future or your dream or whatever, like you're still going to be anxious. Like you're still going to doubt yourself. You're still going to feel those feelings of fear if you don't shift it now. And so when I woke up the next morning in Austin, I was like, oh, cool. I'm in Austin. And I was like, I don't want this to feel like, oh, cool. I'm in Austin. I want to be like, I'm in Austin, I'm living my dream life. And so I literally was like, I don't feel in awe. So I quite literally sat down like on the ground. I put my hands on the floor and just like took a second to like breathe and just feel where I was. And then finally the sense of awe, like as I was talking to like younger Beth and be like, we made it to Austin. We are an influencer. We make money from like posting about brands online. Like you are doing all the things you've ever wanted to do. You're recovering your mental health. Is at an all time high? Like as I was just like looking at all the beautiful things I provided, just those little things you really overlook. And then I was filled with that sense of awe. And I was like, okay, you know, you have to do that on purpose, but it was such a beautiful feeling. Yeah. That was so intentional. I love that. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry. This is going to remind me of another story. I love Um, it. (laughs) But there's, there was a podcast that I listened to. It was Judah Smith's and his wife's podcast and Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber got on actually. Uh They were talking on there and they talked in this one part, they talked about Haley and when Haley and Justin were broken up and they talked about how, when they had conversation again and like, they did like the whole, like, what's one thing you could want in this life or whatever. Justin responded with like a family and, um, basically the point of that was this Haley proceeded to say like, this guy who could have anything that anything in this entire world, he could have anything at his fingertips with the money he has and like the travel he can do, but he wants the most simple thing, a family, you know, or whatever. And Judas Smith was like, he, or Judas, I don't know how to say, I think it's Judas. I don't remember, but he was like, that honestly just like takes you back a second and realizes like, take your shoes off, take your socks off and just feel the grass, feel where you're at. Absolutely. Cause like all of, you know, I don't want to say normal people, but like us normal people have the family and like, I can't speak for everyone, but like, um, things that this guy, Justin wanted was a family and we have that. And it's like, let's be grateful for where we're at with that because some people might want that or some people, you know what I mean? Like, and that could be for so many different things, but that's 
what you said, like you just like felt the ground and you were like, okay, like I'm going to, I love where I'm at and whatever. So that reminded, reminded me of it to like, just take your feet off or take your shoes off and go to the grass and just like be where you are. I love that. I made a post. You should go look at it. I made a post on um, my Instagram about being where your feet are at. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, but this has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, guys, go follow Bethany on Instagram and TikTok. I'll link her stuff below. And seriously, I enjoy this a lot. I hope it's not the last time you come on. And I know so many people are going to like love your tips and tricks and advice and everything. I love it. So helpful. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure talking with you and everyone. Have a good one. You too. Bye.